You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.36 on a Monday afternoon. We're here thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Uh, we love them. And uh, we are live from Studio Lumo SA. We love the Adelaide Crows girls team because they're on fire after dropping the very first game of the year. We spoke to Chelsea Bedell last year, last week. Yes. What did he put on face for? Well, no, this week's showdown week. We have to make a choice. You may love them. I'm not loving them this week. Oh, we sorry. We have to make a choice. It's a special week. I don't think you had to say that. I think people know where, <laughs> where you stand when it comes to those things. They were huge yesterday. They were. Let's talk to one of the superstars of the game, Annie Hatchard. Hello, Anne. Hello. How you going, boys? Yeah, we're good. We'll get to the show. Yes. We sort of feel like we should talk about it straight away, but we'll get there. Yes. Um, it's going to be huge. Uh, we had Chelsea Bedell on uh, last week, and we said the forwards are letting you down. You're doing all the tough stuff back there, but you can't kick a big <laughs> score. Now you've got the second-best percentage in the competition. Yeah, we came out hard in, in that game, so it was nice to, to get more goals than points for once. Great for you, Anne. Great for Adelaide and its percentage. But what does it say to the big picture of AFLW? What can you tell us of what we should learn about those sort of results? We saw Sydney smash by Port the week before. What do you make of it as an AFLW pioneer? Yeah, I think at the moment, you know, the the teams are kind of at different levels, but it's awesome to be able to have 18 teams in the comp. Mm. And hopefully as as it goes on um, week by week, the, the teams can just build and, and get, get stronger and then hopefully... In the next few years, we have a nice, even comp. Yeah, we've, come, we've become very super sensitive about having a balanced and fair competition. You go back the way the old days, there are always sides getting flogged down yeah, the bottom. I understand that. And uh, you have a look at Woodville for many years when they came into Don't the competition. Uh, you've added a few little changes and tweaks to the side uh, this, this year, Annie. Um, you've got a couple of little pocket battleships up forward, Abby Ballard and Jess Waterhouse. Oh, they are absolute superstars. So uh, to see them work their magic up forward has just been awesome. So uh, especially uh, Chops this week um, with her debut, she was just awesome. So I'm keen to see what else she can bring. What's, what's Jess's uh, nickname? Because we've had Abby on the show. Oh, Chop. Chop? Yeah, Chop. Wait, well, can I ask where it came from, Chop? Well, so with Waterhouse, it, it, apparently she used to be Porter's because Porterhouse uh, steak because oh. she's a vegan. Um, and, then, and then they didn't like that, so now it's Chop. Oh, chop, sorry. I, thought, I yeah, love like it. A lamb chop. And we had, <laughs> we had Abby Ballard on the other day. What a little character she is. And I said, have you got have the girls giving you a nickname? She said Baz. Yeah, she's big bad Baz. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, she's not just Baz. She's big bad Baz. Now, what did uh, Maddie Clark have to say uh, prior to the game? Was there a genuine focus? Was was percentage spoken about at all? No. So it was just get out there and, and play our footy. We thought it was going to be a very contested game because every time we play against uh, the Giants, it's always contested. Uh, so we knew it was going to be contested. We just came out strong in that first quarter and, yeah, just held that lead and, yeah, blew them out of the water, which was so, which was just awesome. So, Anne, it's been... I mean, it was always going to be a testing start with a quick turnaround like you had and everyone's hunting down the Premier. But what do you think you've now nailed in your game that hasn't been there at the start of the year? Yeah, I think, yeah, we've just really brought our, our Crows contest back um, and then we're just hitting our forwards up a lot better, getting into better spots up forward mm. um, and giving the forwards opportunity and they were able to, to, to kick the goals this weekend, which was just awesome. So hopefully we can... Uh, Keep improving every week and, yeah, bring that to the showdown this weekend. Uh, Mackenzie Dowrick kicked four goals, was playing previously as the defender. Is that right? Yeah, so he was trying to down back, but um, kicking four goals, you, you can't move her again. So I reckon she'll, she'll uh, steal a spot up forward now. All right, GWS was an easy kill. Let's move on to what we really want to talk about. It gets underway this Friday at 7.30 at the Adelaide Oval. Uh, let's be honest, Annie. How long have you been thinking about this? Oh, look, ever since Port of, you know, the, the word that they might come in, it, yeah, it's been pretty exciting to, to have a first women's showdown. So I think the girls are pretty pumped this week and, yeah, hopefully we can put on a good show for our fans. Uh, we've had Ange Foley on a few times. She's forgotten about being a crow. She's uh, port all in. Erin <laughs> Phillips the same. Uh, any banter yet or, or have you just sort of cut them? Uh, no banter yet, but I'm sure once we're out in the field there, there'll be a little bit of leap, which will be quite fun. But, um, yeah, it'll be awesome to just get out there and have a nice big hit against them. Well, what's, what's it like when you're seeing you know, three players who've been part of your startup, Justine Mules, Ange Foley, Aaron Phillips, now they're going to be wearing black. They're part of an opponent. How does that look from the Adelaide side of the fence? Yeah, it's going to be a bit weird. Um, we haven't really had, you know, another SA team. So to, yeah. to come up against them in our home state with them playing in their home state as well, it's just, yeah, it's going to be really weird. Um, but I think once we're out there, um, you know, there are oppositions. So, um, yeah, we'll just be both fine for that win. Oh, you're handling this beautifully because Ange listens to the show every now and again. We've got her on the show tomorrow, Ange Foley. So what type of role do you think she would be playing? Would, was there any chance that she could do a tagging role? Oh, potentially. She might want to annoy someone um, through the game. But, yeah, she'll definitely uh, probably be down back um, controlling the back. So uh, potentially she might get a tagging role um, if she wants to tag me she can she can go for it so uh is that right did you, did you see her war- <laughs> did you see her warm-up act yesterday no i didn't oh no she's she's got the angry pills she she roughed up a few <laughs> uh sons players got some free kicks her way for it as well i think yeah, she's i think she's rehearsed she's I think she's rehearsed yeah, what she's probably, all about yeah. for Friday night. Oh, look, we, we can't Oh, wait. here we go. Yes, <laughs> here we go. It's going to be a cracker. They've been talking it up too. Don't worry about that. You stay humble. Uh, it's going to be a cracker. It gets underway at 7.30 at the Adelaide Oval. We're hoping, oh, I don't know, Rich, I'm, I'm twixt and between. 25? We've got 27. 30 plus. 30 plus. We've got I'm 27 hoping. to a Sandful Grand Final. The weather was terrible. Mm. Uh, it'll be wonderful if we got a crowd of 30,000. 
Ian, how are you going to build this rivalry so it's distinctively AFLW and doesn't have to repeat what happens in the AFL one? We know there's a bit of argy-bargy, Port Adelaide's way towards Adelaide. But what can happen on the women's game that turns this rivalry into something special of its own? Oh, look, we'll have to see when Friday hits. I reckon it's just going to be hmm. an amazing an amazing first showdown for the women's. I think, you know, we're going to go out there, we're going to play hard, but, um, you know, we're the AFLW comp, we're just one big community. So I think it's just bringing all the fans of AFLW into one stadium. So, yeah, just super, super keen to, to hit out against Port. A very good answer. Roach, you're trying to be controversial. You can't manufacture a, a rivalry. What do you want? Another Ramsgate punch-up. He's no. a lunatic. <laughs> Annie, we can't wait. Let's hope it's a huge crowd. Hey, well done on your form. Nice goal yesterday with the Dusty Martin. Don't argue as well. You like that one? Yeah, cheers. Thank you. Might try that again. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Ed. She's an absolute <laughs> ripper. Um, what type of crowd? Let us know. Are you going? Are you really excited? I know a lot of the Port supporters because we've been talking to them, people like uh, Annie, who's a regular, and Kerry. Hey, it's a first ever event. So you're first part of off. history. Yeah, exactly. 30,000 would just be annoying. It'd be so good for our state as well, for the rest of the country to say, have Sends a look. a strong message all around the country yeah, about what this rivalry is all about. And how we support women's sport as well. Yep. Got to go to a break, Roach. We're live and interactive. Stack of text coming through. Here's one from Peter. Peter from Windsor Garden says, Hi, boys. What a fantastic opportunity for the South Australian football public to get to the Adelaide Oval for the first AFLW showdown. Let Oh, hello. Let's get... 50,000 yes, there to send that. a message to the AFL that South Australians are passionate about their football and that showdowns deserve standalone slots for both men and women uh, to highlight the intense rivalry, which is matched by no other club as it involves the whole state. Good on you, Pete. That's a ripping text. Are they making us look silly, the Redbacks? They're now six for 239 in the 45th over. Well, they're going to average 10 and over, and they're still uh, still only six down. Well, we, we go by past history, Roach. We get a bit wobbly normally. Yeah, we do. Maybe it's a new era. Mm. Let's well, hope so. We're going to go to a break. 4.45. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. 4.50, enjoyed that chat with Annie Hatchard. Looking forward to the showdown, the AFLW showdown, the inaugural one on Friday night. That'll be a cracker. That would be a massive upset, Roach, if Port could... Uh... Beat Adelaide? Yeah. Yes. We're doing, we've done well. We should do this strategy more often with the Redbacks. They're now six for 246 in the 46th over. So what are they averaging? About eight and over? Run rate is 5.29. No, but since um, these last eight... Six overs. How many they had? There were 10 overs to go. When they we were 190 s- when we put the mozzer on them. Yep. Now they're two for six for 247. So they put on 57 runs in five overs. <whistles> they are playing on a postage stamp. Uh, that's good. Here's a text reach. Uh, gentlemen, we are not interstate teams. Indeed. We are non-Victorian teams. Stop perpetuating the VFL. Peter Correct. from Canberra. You're spot on, Pete. You speak a lot of sense there. Yes, there's 16 yeah. interstate clubs as far as we're concerned. Yeah, and I know that does annoy a lot of people, just like when I hear people say, Adelaide, the city of churches. Oh, we're not. We've got, not more by pubs percentage. And, we've got more pubs than churches, haven't we? Why are we the city of pubs? Yeah, well, you hear everyone interstate say it. What's another one we got, Roach? I'll be there Friday night with bells on. Yep. Uh, when is Ebbs going to be on the show? 
Oh, right. That's from Annie. Um, oh. The cu- Rubik's Cube. Ebony O'Day. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get weekend. her on. We'll get her on. She's okay at the weekend. What have we got here? Uh, the first AFLW showdown needs... Oh, yes. Mario. Mario's done it again, Mario, it? get off the sauce. Bit of news about the place. Jason Johan... Johan... Is it Johannesson? Isn't it? Johannesson. Come on, Bruce. We'll stay at the Western Bulldogs for another two years, 2024. 23 and 24 added to his contract. So there's a bit of money for him there at the Bulldogs. Yeah, well, a lot of people thought that he was on the way out. Mm. So that's good news. Just make out you're commentating. He had to say his name really quickly. No. Quick, be... he's got the ball in the half, bad flank. Jason Johannesson. Better forward. Well done, Rich. Well done. When you don't think about it, you see, you just do it. Um, hey, I'm... Mitch Robinson thinks he can get another club after being cut by Brisbane. Is that going to happen? Is he going to be able to find his way somewhere? Well, where would it be? Does he go across the road? Does Stuart Jew say, yeah, I wouldn't mind your experience here for a little while? Why does everyone want to dump everyone to Gold Coast that's coming towards their end of their career, I'm the just, end of their career? Just saying, he's nearby. That's the only reason I say it. Did he, um, have we got the grab in there about um, him talking about, no, I didn't put it in there, Chris Fagan. Yeah, he's saying that he and Chris are all okay. Roach, being in Melbourne mm. and talking to a lot of people over the last four or five days, I was surprised but uh, how many people in authority from Clubland mm. could not speak about Chris Fagan quick enough. In a glowing sense. Yep, and yeah. in his defence and are horrified at that story that's come out. Mm. And a lot of people starting to get angry that someone could say those type of things. Yes. Uh, without it being investigated properly. So Andrew Wellington, who's the Brisbane chairman, issued a statement this morning where he spoke glowingly of Chris Fagan, talking about the role model, the man that he has known since he's been coach at Brisbane mm. and has had his own session with Chris Fagan to be reassured that there is no substance to what has been claimed against him. At the same time, we know that Eddie Betts has put on the agenda that every club should have a review, and it looks like that's going to be the case. West Coast has been the first one to volunteer to do it, mm. put up their hands and say, you will do it. Uh, again, Kim, we're back to where we were last week. Until you get context, you shouldn't sit in judgment on this one. Yep, just letting you know that there is an enormous amount of support, and Sonia Hood has come out as getting Supporting right behind Alistair Clarkson. Clarkson as well. Now, we have seen a version of some evidence given by a Hawthorne staffer who was in a meeting with Alistair Clarkson, which gives context, and in the case of the abortion issue. Now, when you read that version, you say, yeah, I can hear that conversation, and it is not judgmental. It is not racist. It is about helping a young man through a difficult situation. And providing options? Well, it providing guidance mm. in the end. The player had to choose himself which course he was going to yep. take. But the key line from Alistair Clarkson, whatever you do, this is going to have an impact on your life, on your football career, and whatever decision you mm. make, I will be there to support you. Doesn't sound like a bad coach to me. Uh, no, I, I fully agree. Uh, a lot of talk about Doesn't sound players involved, things. possibly have a, having a lot going on in their lives at the moment. Mm. Um, let's hope it gets sorted sooner than later because it has proved to be damaging, rightly or wrongly. Hey, none, none of us are saying that everyone's got this perfect over time and there are going to be issues at every football club. But for two men who, as I've said many times, I've never noted them to be anything but supportive of Indigenous or First Nations people, it seems a heavy burden for them now to carry 
as having this against their names when they haven't had the chance to even provide their own evidence or defend themselves. Oh, I think you'll hear now they'll be starting to fight back in one shape or form. Well, it's not a matter of fighting back. It's just a matter of... Oh, it is. It's a matter of defending your name. Exactly. But that, well, that that's fighting back, to, Rich, well, because they haven't been out of have to too be, much. It shouldn't have to be a case of fighting back. They should just have the right to put their case forward. Same, same. I know. It just seems <laughs> just, horrible. It just, just seems horrible. Then. Hey, I'm just reading this as it's coming mm. through, and I'm just trying to check via several socials and AFL websites, but um, we've just got this that's come through from Eddie. Uh, Jordan hello, Degoe, Eddie. Hello, Eddie. Jordan Degoe has rejected a contract offer from Collingwood, Ooh. saying he will not sign a new deal with the behaviour clauses mm. the club is demanding. Not surprised once we've got St Kilda offering you a pretty handy deal without those clauses. All right, AFL. Uh, oh, that's come off AFL trade news apparently. Yeah, surprising that. Uh, afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, uh, come on, you can't keep holding us in suspense. Oh, Matt Crouch. Yes. All right, I'll get to that. This one. Got, <laughs> this one got my attention. <laughs> yeah, hold me in suspense a little longer. Yeah. Uh, afternoon, gentlemen. Oh. City of Churches does me. In as well. Yeah. Oh, thank you. This is Ben from Marden. Yeah. Uh, my grandpa loves giving me uh, random historical facts. Informed me recently that we're called the City of Churches because during the years around colonisation, religious persecution or support from the state was rampant. South Australia was colonised on the uh, predicate that it would be free of such discrimination and a haven for all. This makes it a much more palatable naming. Still outdated, though. Uh, ben, I can tell you that's right, because I Googled this years ago when I was sick and tired of us, because they're making it sound like a nanny state, I think, Rooch. I'm not being disrespectful to the religious. But really, should, does, that, yeah. does that inspire you to go for a holiday in South Australia, the city of churches? Well, it would to Rome. They've got some beautiful churches with some magnificent art in them. Oh, fair thing. One day I'll get a normal answer from you. No, it doesn't. But I'm thinking there are some cities that have got some magnificent churches. Well, they have, and we have as well, yeah. and they should be embraced. But I wouldn't say it would be a, a holiday a PR issue for South we, Australia. It should be the wine state. or We used to be the festival state. Yes. yes. Come up with something decent. Right. The Tourism Commission, you've got a job. This week's grand final was a nail-biter compared to 2007. Oh, there, there we go. Rubbish. <laughs> um, no name on that one, and it's not Mario or Chopsy. Oh, it's Will. Will, having a little dig there, you'd expect that. All right, Matthew Crouch. Yes. Oh, if I have to say I'm wrong to Matt Randall, I still don't think I'm wrong, but I'm hearing there's not a lot of confidence that he will go to another club. But a number of power brokers within the Adelaide Football Club genuinely want him to stay. Now, this is at odds with how he's been treated. You can't ask him to stay and not play him. Yeah, they want him to battle it out. Well, what? How, how well, do they I, sell I, that well, to him? Well, I said, well, they couldn't sell it to me. I said, what, 42 touches every week in the sample? He's not trying to battle it out? It's pointless banging your head against the wall if you're not part of the coach's plans. Um what are they saying? Stick it out in the sandful and we'll pick you eventually. Is that well, they're not thing? saying stick it out in the sandful, have another good summer and just battle it out, win your position back. I'll tell you what, you can waste another year of your footballing life. No, he's got to move so elsewhere. But I still believe, but apparently there's, there is genuinely not a lot of activity around him at the moment. But why would there be at this stage when it's obvious the Crows aren't enamoured with him? Mm -hmm. So it'll come at the 11th hour. I hope I hope he goes to another club. Mm, okay, that's one to watch. Uh, hey, Kimbo, oh, what was your news on Matt Crouch and Jack Graham? Oh, sorry. Well, that's part oh, of it on Jack Crouch. Graham. What have you got on Jack Graham? No. 
I don't think there's going to be much action coming with Adelaide at all, Rich. I think there's a bigger picture here. So the way we keep hearing is they've going to front end Isaac Rankin's contract. So that takes up a fair bit of the salary cap year one. And year well, two, and they're going to pay massive in the first year. Well, the word is $1.5 million in the first which year. Which is staggering. And that's why there can't be any other movement, player movement. And then they have salary cap space for a big get next year. Jason Horn francis Interesting. So maybe that's why there's not going to be... I'm hearing there's, there's not going to be really anything apart from Isaac Rankin. And Billy Frampton out to Collingwood where they want him as a it's, defender, it's, not a backup ruck. It's, yeah, it's, they've got an impact on them no, in terms of the way they wheel and deal. List management's working there. So, sad with Jack Graham. They did have a sniff at him a couple of years ago, so yeah. you'd think they'd back it up. But, um, yeah, there's like you said, there's something so, bigger happening the following year. Hmm, okay. So that's the best we can do for you at the moment. If you've just joined us as well, uh, Reach had the big rumour about Jordan Sweet. I've knocked that on the head. Not going to happen. All the information I've got, Reach, won't happen. Does he and go somewhere else? Though? Caleb Poulter as well. Will not Crows is a no from them as well on him. Mm. All righty. Okay. Five, five o'clock news, Reach, coming up next. I'm past five. This is the run home. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. A uh, mad Monday today for Sydney and Geelong Rooch. Geelong yes. do it brilliantly. Maybe sad Monday for Sydney. Yeah, very much so. Um, tune in to your news services tonight. It's well worth watching. Uh, the Cats have done this absolutely brilliantly. Uh, they've taken the P155 out of the media for saying they were too old. So they're all dressed up with Walking frames and grey hair, grey hair, makeup. Yeah, very, very, very funny. Jeremy Cameron was doorstopped on Mad Monday before he got too mad. Jesse, you didn't want to come as a cow today. Thought about bringing the cow in, um, but I thought a few people might have been a bit unhappy with that, and I wasn't quite sure what I'd do with it afterwards. So I thought I'd come as me chicken. Um, I bought all of you guys a couple of gifts actually. Um, <laughs> have they laid again? They have. I've. I've I dressed up like this and taught them how to lay. So after a couple of big nights, I had to I had to sleep in the ch- chicken coop anyway. Um, and here I am. So here we go. Take oh, them. Magic. There you go. Yes, Take sir. a couple Appreciate of those. It. Sorry, some of them are probably cracked. They're not rotten. Um, I promise you, these are fresh. Um, they didn't lay for six months and now they're on fire. So good stuff, guys. Ah, uh, he missed the greatest gag he could have used. What's that? Egg on your face. Because you all thought we couldn't do it. Here you are. Here's the egg to put on your face. We've got crickets, linesy we can play. Oh, come on, Kim. <laughs> they, do, from... they do have the last say on this yeah, and I, the last laugh. I know that, Rooch. Uh, Jason McCartney, charge yes. of recruiting, uh, the footy boss up there in GWS. Mm. Uh, interesting because there was talk that they were into Brodie Grundy. We've known for a while that he was wants to stay in Victoria. He'll be going to Melbourne, but this yep. was Jason today on Brodie Grundy. Brody, an opportunity to come up to speak to Brody sort of two-thirds of the way during the year, but it's became uh, became apparent pretty quickly that there's an appetite for him to, to stay stay in Melbourne. So that, that's certainly one that won't be happening. We're, we're open-minded. Obviously, what we've got is uh, Kieran Briggs played some strong football at the end of the year. Braden Proust has shown when he's played. Obviously, he had some, uh, uh, some minor suspension issues he's dealing with this year and still some some injury concerns, but when he did play, he played some really strong football, and Matt Flynn was was, was good early in the piece. So no one's really uh, taken hold of the mantle of our number one ruckman. Um, so so those guys are there, and obviously 
it's consideration to do, do you bring a, a fourth ruckman in. Lockie Keith will play again as a as a key back, but also a backup ruck. It's how many do you, do you cover? And obviously, we've got uh, considerations around um, some potential academy uh, players as well. So, uh, open minded, but nothing really confirmed on definitely bringing in another ruckman for another oh. club at this point in time. There's Jordan Sweet's opportunity. Yeah, well, it won't be at Adelaide Rouge. Hey, just an update in the cricket. Uh, can't believe we're into the cricket so quickly. Redbacks finished up at eight for 278 off their 50 well, overs. No. That is uh, that is pretty good. Let's see how pretty they good. go defending it. All right, we might get off to a flying start, good. Rouge. Um, a lot of trade talk happening. That was Jason McCartney on AFL Trade Feed. Colin Young, uh, player manager, he looks after Rory Lobb. This was he on AFL Trade Exchange about Rory getting to the dogs. I, again, I'd like him to be and he wants to be there and we'll just work with Fremantle, try and get it done. I know that at this point in time they've said no, but I've, you know, we've all been through this a fair, fair few times and sometimes there's just a little bit of an opportunity there and you know he's got one year to go. You saw what happened with Bobby Hill last year. He had one year to go and Jason, the club, done really well today by saying that you know, the deal will get done to Collingwood. So this could be a win for Fremantle if they get some really good picks that can help them get Jackson. So we're hoping that's the case. <laughs> a little bit of a sell there. Mm, yeah. I think the deal. I think the deal will uh, get done. We're live and interactive. Number of texts. We're talking about what Adelaide should be named or South Australia. Brett says, "Bretty boy." He says, "I reckon Adelaide is the city of beautiful beaches." Well, you do have some good beaches. Yeah. Another you text do. coming through. Root clean uh, beaches too. Yeah. Yes. Sam Hayes to Collingwood. To Caleb Poulter. Very close with Lockie Jones. Oh. Yeah. Frampton will replace Roughhead in the back line. That's he what won't Colin be, Young said today. Yeah, yep. He won't be using the ruck. Yep. With Mason, Mason Cox getting on, Hayes will be used to work in tandem with Darcy Cameron. That's from Joey. Yeah, but Collingwood knocked that all on its head last week. And again, that might be just the pre-trade sort of manoeuvre. Don't look interested. And then what happens when they get in the room with Port might be different. Here's a text route from Lewis. Good players get delisted all the time. Matt Rendell was just talking to you fellas about how Geelong had to change their entire game style to compete against the best sides, which all play with fast ball movement. I think the game has passed Matt Crouch by. Louis will beg to differ, but he needs to get in the right program. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to ring Don Pike. Get him to get it organised. Uh, why wouldn't Port go for Dugowie? Is a text coming through, Roach? Well, maybe to go, he's not interested in leaving Melbourne. That's that's the big issue every time, Kim. I spoke to a stack of people over the last that's four or five days from for... from all states, yep. and uh, that is a common theme: mm. the difficulty in getting, especially for South Australia and West Australian clubs yep. as well. Yeah, really difficult. Caught up with Paul Hazelby. Ah, how uh, is Hazel, he? Yeah, he was good. Yeah, and uh, caught up. Um, is he a bit mystified as to what's going on at Fremantle? No, well, we've had him on air and we've spoken about that. So losing a few players. Yeah, but you know why, Bruce. Oh, I know the Luke Jackson one, but that still seems well, a get lot money. of eggs in one basket. Well, you've got to free up some salary cap space. I understand that. But, gee, they're losing well, a few on the way out, aren't they? Why do keep asking the same well, question? Well, is, is it the best move they could have made? Is well, he the answer, Luke Jackson? That's a different question. Mm, that's why I'm asking. Is he mystified by it? Would you do it? No. You wouldn't? No, nope, don't think he's that. Sort of player who's going to be looked back on 10 years' time as, well, glad we did that deal. Hey, Sammy Edmund, mm. uh, chief footy reporter for SEN, has just released uh, as uh, this on Twitter. As floated on SEN Breakfast this morning, Brendan Laid has agreed to join the Western Bulldogs as a senior assistant under Luke Beveridge next season. He's been linked to the Essendon job and interviewed, but is headed for Witten Oval. 
uh, has been at St Kilda, but a good get for the doggies. Yeah, he's progressing his CV very nicely, Brendan Lave. And you could do a lot worse, Rouge, than learn from Luke Beveridge. Correct, which puts him in a very good position for things that could happen next year. Yeah, very creative coach. Uh, there's another mm. text coming through, Rochavo fellas. If Crouch stays, put your house on him for the McGarry medal. <laughs> Cheers from Lockie. I wouldn't do that. Why? Name me a AFL-listed player who's won the McGarry medal. No, there hasn't been any, and the umpires tend to look at them differently. Funny that. But a lot of them don't play enough games, though, Rouge. Yeah. And I think... I wouldn't be putting my money It's there. a bit like when yes. you think a player's going to pole, pole well on the brown line, they don't. They yeah. draw all that attention, then yes. it changes. Yes. It's like the free kicks <laughs> that you want a coffee on. Yes. Once they started making an issue of the free kicks, yes. they evened up. Mm. I wouldn't be putting my money on it. Rich, I was at a function on after the grand final. So you partied a lot. A lot of work, Rich. <laughs> a lot of work. And I was fortunate yes. enough to be... I wasn't chatting to him. He was very popular, but I was standing alongside Patrick Cripps. Brownlow medalist. Now, I was a midfielder. Well, yes, we're not talking were. ability, but we're just talking size. Uh, you're At, shorter than him, aren't you? Oh, by a They've mile. all become tall midfields he, now. Was he six foot four? Yeah, that's, that's the model But now, when you're actually it? standing there, yep. he is a large human. Mm. And uh, he had time for everyone. A wonderful, wonderful young man. And I'm glad he won the Brownlow. I saw Take Rick, that, Gil. I saw Rick Davies today. This Be is a rover. That's just the point. This is a first ruckman mm. who towed up teams in the Sample in the 70s. And you look at him now and you go, you're not leading a ruck today. Patrick Cripps, 195. Yep. Um, I was at this function with the rat and mm. he introduced me and his name, I, I Escapes me at the moment. He was a ruckman, played for Hawthorne, only played about 15 games. Now, he was standing there, and Paddy Cripps was taller than him. And this yeah. guy played as a ruckman when the rat was. Well, remember Neil, the great late Neil Curley? Mm. He led rucks. Yeah. And. Uh, okay, generation by generation, we know everyone is getting bigger and taller, shouldn't they? That's what it's all about. But yeah, it's the steroids the in the chicken. Is it? Really? Well, I don't know. That's what they say. Well, the transformation of midfielders in the AFL has been extraordinary in the past 20 years, hasn't it? Sean Grigg, another ruckman. Mm. Don't mention 2017, Roach. Oh, you can go for it as often as you like. Uh, we've got to do the weekend wrap. Thanks to McGain Real Estate. Sold by McGain oh. again. Oh, oh Dobbo. Yes. He's, in yes. Fiji. No, he's in Fiji at the moment. Oh, it's all work, Roach. Oh, sure. Yeah, looking at properties yeah, is he in, in the Fiji. pool at the moment? <laughs> Toupee got caught in the filter. Oh, not again. <laughs> A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. The run home, thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Did you bump into Kerry Stokes, the chief of Channel 7? Did he hit you for a loan? Uh, no, no. He invited me into the Channel 7 uh, corporate. Oh, no. Yeah. He yeah. wants the grand final to be moved from its daytime slot. No, he wants me to do the news for 7, Roach. 
Oh, we're not going through this again, are we? No, we're not. I, I did, can't live through that again, I please. did. I did go into the Channel 7 corporate facility. Did you say hello to Brian Taylor for me? Uh, BT came over and spoke. He's yeah. always friendly, BT. He's, He's a, good a good man. man. So we knew each other working at uh, Triple M many, many years ago. Well, I tell you, if I had name dropped, but they've, they've been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, couldn't believe it. Uh, bumped into Justin Langer yes. and had a chat because he was at the academy here and uh, used to regularly dine at uh, La Trotteria. And the Alberton Hotel. Yeah, we used to catch up a, uh, a little bit. And uh, I've been friends with Jeff Marsh for many years, the mm. former Stoic opener. Yes. So I was talking to JL and having a chat. And I said, have you caught up with Swampy lately? And he said, Kimbo, you won't believe this. He's my plus one. Oh. So he got me into the seven marquee and we caught up right. with the old Swamp Meister, who's yeah. still actively involved with the WA cricket program. Doing well, too. The old Swampy's looking really good, but it's a bit of a who's who over there at this of time course. of the year. Alex Rance was floating around. Rich. Uh-huh. Saw Big Richo. Yes. Yeah. Dermy was in the SEN marquee as well. You would have heard him as well. Yeah. <laughs> he was very good. It was funny sitting with him in the studio. Yeah. You know, we've known Derm for a, a long time. Uh, when he starts talking tactics. He moved. Uh, no, I nodded off. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. No, I didn't. His knowledge is really, is. really, Absolutely. really good, yeah. Rooch. So too is that of Mike Dobbin and the team at McGain Real Estate. Yes. Uh, Rooch, let's go through the figures. Uh, McGain Real Estate sold by McGain again. Wouldn't have been as busy this weekend oh, you with the think? grand final. You think? Really? It was busy. All right. How many opens? 31. How many people attended the open? 610. Gee, it's active still, isn't it? How many offers were made on the 31 properties? 186. And how many will sell? 21. 21 sold already, I would say, and the other 10 will sell. Uh, that's why if you're looking to buy or sell a property, McGain Real Estate, they're the ones to talk to. That's why everywhere you go, there's a sign popping up saying... Sold by McGain again. Just checking you are still with us, Ruchi Ruchi. Well, I'm still waiting for an answer from you. On what? Is the grand final going to move from the daytime slot? It's funny. When you've got a big international act yep. like Robbie Williams, that was sort of the buzz around being there. How good would this look if it was nighttime? Oh, here we now, go again. I know the figures were down. Was that because it was a bad one-sided game? Of course it was. Or was it because we've had two twilight or night grand finals? We've come back to the traditional time slot. There was about a million less people watching the game. Yeah, well, a lot of people switched out. A lot of people clicked in and then switched out. Mm. So let's not judge it on the game. Are you still a traditionalist? I've got no problem with a daytime grand final. I think it makes the whole day rather than just a night. Would you be happy to meet in between and have a twilight, like a 4pm, 4.20? I'm happier with that than a 7.30 start. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I want a 7.30 start. I've always no. been a traditionalist, but it was funny being there. I sort of softened a little. I don't and judge it on this grand final. No, it wasn't great. Here's a text coming through, Roach, because some of your footy mail. It says, can you please bring back Ralphie the rumour monger? Oh, yes, we'll get him. Roach, he is terrible. That's <laughs> Ethel from Ethelton. Hello, well, let's get Ralphie on. He must be. He must be. He must be. He must be with Patrick Dangerfield and Joel Selwood at the moment in some retirement. Ralphie was around when I was playing. Or he'd be six foot under, Rooch. Ooh, uh, sad. Gu- guys, I'm hearing Chris Scott will be named Essendon coach by the end of the week. That's from. <laughs> 
Chris or Brad? Let's not get this one wrong. Uh, Tim Tambourley. <laughs> He's been on the cans. Um, wow. I didn't hey, make, hey, don't dismiss it, but I, wow. I didn't make a mistake there, Rich. <laughs> he Tim Tam. He's put Chris. I think he Maybe means Brad. Brad. Uh, that was fairly strong interstate as well. Yeah. It's on the bubble at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, look, he might be on the money there. Congratulations to Joel Selwood on becoming a four-time premiership player for Geelong. It's not the first mm. time someone's won four flags with the Pivotonians. Isn't it? Who was? He, he's, no, he said it's not. Uh, uh, is everyone know, forgetting Jack Curley? That's Bill from Queenstown. And this is a good point because everyone keeps counting Geelong's flags from when they entered the VFL. They did win flags before they entered the VFL, and that's part of their history. And we've, got to get, noted. we've got to get Billy in as a regular. He's a better historian than you, Roach. Okay. He comes up Bring with some on. rippers. Oh, this makes me nervous. This is Mario. Yep. They paid Robbie Williams three million. They Did could they? have paid Rucci three hundred to sing "That's Amore" and "Volare." <laughs> Give us a bit of that, Rucci. No, go not on. even for three hundred. Vol. No, how's that one go again? When the what is it? When the something hits the oh, I can't get it right. When the moon meets no. the sky like a big pizza pie, pie. That's Amore. No, that's not Volare. Right. We're Rich. both tired, Kim. It's been big days. That's an understatement. Hi, Kimbo and Rooch. Has Kimbo been asked by his crow's mates to throw water over the Poulter target so that offer him a swap for Frampton? Crows would want to keep their picks for points ah. for their academy player, Michael Annie. That's from, uh, ah, that's from Blake. I, I reckon you. they might even struggle to get Michael Annie. Really? Mm-hmm. Who's going to pinch I, th- him? I think it's going to be real. We're having enough points, Rich. Okay. If he goes early. Interesting stuff. Yeah. It's, um, so this is when someone helps them out by taking Matt Crouch and offering draft picks. It'll happen late. Ah, live trading. It'll happen I late. I hope Matt's ready for this. It will happen late, Because he's got to sign the paperwork as well. If not, I think I... Wouldn't I have coffees for a year with Matt Rendell? Oh, heaven help us. Here's one. Wakeley and Robbo should hang their heads in shame the way they carried on about Clarkson and Fagan. Yeah, I think there was a. Oh, I heard a little bit of it, Rich. No good? Oh, just a little dramatic, I think. Everyone deserves a fair go. Judgment before we've heard all the evidence. We got through, Rich. Mm. I wasn't sure I would. Well, you've done very well. Very, very well. All right. We'll be back tomorrow in far better and fitter shape. Uru. Let's hope so. Good night, everyone. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.